You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 339, Turmoil in the Time Stream. And welcome to episode 339 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today I am... Hey, Microsoft, how about buying something and not fucking it up, lad? Seriously. Yeah. Can they figure that out? No, I don't think they can. And and in case you're wondering what it is exactly we're talking about, well, you just heard Darren go all robot voice there. And, uh, mm-hmm. and yes, yes, Microsoft, I blame you. Yeah, it's a Microsoft thing. They bought Skype, and yeah. now Skype sucks. Yeah. Skype used to be awesome. Now? Yeah. Less so. Less less much. Yeah. And when, and when we when we go off this call and it asks me for an assessment of the quality of the call, I believe I shall have a scathing um, a scathing oh, call. A scathing review. Well, actually, I'll just put the ticky box that says sucked. But sucked. yeah. It sucked. And not in that happy way to make sure I roll back back your head. Indeed. Indeed. Over to you, sir. Oh, well. Yeah, I am Darren Noel, and I am, I guess, I'm getting ready for the semester. Yay? I'm not I sure guess. what you said there. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm getting ready for the end of the semester. End of the semester. Yeah, end of the semester, kid. Because I have uh, one more test, which is open book, open note, which means I'm not studying up anything for it. And I have a uh, presentation I've got to do in that class, but... For the most part, one class is, in effect, done. So once I get this presentation out of the way, I will be all GMAT all the time until I take GMAT um, mid-May. So, yeah. Yeah, let's hope. So so we're going to be really angry with Skype today. Yeah, so. Yeah, switch to another product. Yeah, and it's not much better now. Oh, Jesus. (sighs) Frustrating. All right, so we're dealing with technology because... Um, all right, so perhaps I will lead us through the uh, through the issue, and you can crack wise in robot voice. Fair enough. I'll be quiet. All right. So wait, well, well, no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Not exactly. quiet, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I do not want to be a freaky robot. <laughs> no, nobody wants to be a freaky robot. No, I no. do not want to be a freaky robot. Or 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 robot, as the case may be. Kissed my shiny metal ass ball. <laughs> Robot. Um, all right. So, a uh, bit of Legion news. There's been a couple of titles added, to, or a couple more issues added to the Baxter run on Comixology. Oh, and the Juggies as well. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're working through the Legionnaires series right now, too. Well, that's going to make that yeah, easier uh, to catch up year, with. Five years later as well. So, you know. So little bits here and there all over the place sounds familiar. Yep, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. It does. I don't know where they would get this idea from, but I really would like them to put the issues up there before we talk about them because that would be just really convenient for us. Oh, totally. Uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, hey, in other news, uh, DC left uh, New York and uh, are off no, to sunny Los Angeles. I'm sad about that. I mean, I, you know, it was coming. But yeah. Still, 
Oh, it's the end of an era for sure. But yeah, totally. Arguably, that era ended uh, a few I years mean, ago. Yeah, I, I've never been to New York City, and I need to correct that. But still, if I was going to go, that was one of the places I wanted to go visit. You know? Yeah. So sigh. Oh, yeah, but now now there's Burbank, and it's <laughs> the weather's much nicer there. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Um, all right, so we're looking at Cosmic Boy issue number three. And yeah, and before we get into this, because this leads to the main villain of the Cosmic Boy miniseries, you should know that the other, you know, miniseries that they had, Legionnaires three, happened before this series did. Oh, and I forget great. if we've done that. We one. no, we haven't because okay. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. This is a secret, and don't tell anyone else this. Uh, just between you and me. Just yeah. Be- yeah, just between us and. The five people who are listening to this, yeah. Um, I have not read all of Legionnaires three. What I know, I I I keep stalling out partway through because <sighs> it is kind of dry. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, come on, kids, it is really dry. My excuse before was just that that I wasn't reading the reading them the books at the time, and so I was never able to find all the back issues. And when I finally did. It's still dry. <laughs> it's yes, it, it, it has not moistened in the least. No, no. You, yeah, the only way that story is going to moisten is out in the rain. I, it's just it, I'm, I'm just pointing out that that's kind of a big time trapper story as well. And it does, and, and and it does kind of tie into this because it it sort of sets up that thing. It sets up the Superboy thing that this is setting up. So. Yeah. One thing leads to another, which leads to another, which eventually leads to a big other thing. Yes, yes. Um, and, you know, how does this actually happen, Paul? Oh, good grief. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I keep trying to push that out of my mind, but. Sorry. But see, but, but, but looking at page one of this book and seeing Rock taking off the trench coat in the park uh, just wow. makes me think that he's going to switch it for a robe. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all right. So this issue is brought to us by uh, Paul Levitz, who is the writer. Mm-hmm. Keith Giffen, Ernie Cologne, and Bob Smith are the artists. So I'm going to assume that that's Giffen doing layouts, Cologne doing pencils, and Smith yeah. doing art, uh, doing ink. So. Mm-hmm. John, Steve, Kist- Steve Lytle cover. So. Yes, yes. And, and a very understated Steve Lytle cover for him. This is kind of very quiet. The, these are the ones uh, Ella really likes his flash covers, um, the, the, especially the ones that he was doing um, around like the during the um, dark flash period. Oh, yeah. And uh, she really, really dug his covers like and she was asking specifically like, Daddy, who made that? And um, and and then I told her that we had once had him on the show and mm-hmm. her tiny little head was ready to explode. No. Boom. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, it is a very cool cover, and it's neat just seeing the, the time bubble amid the uh, the myriad uh, uh, storm waves of the time stream. Exactly. And, and you know, not for nothing. You know, and I, I don't think I've mentioned this too often, but at this stage, well, certainly in, in about five years before this, I guess, um, what I used to always take note of, like the signatures of artists on the cover, 
Because, you know, George Perez had that really cool one with the sort of a GP over itself, like a fraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, uh, you know, his was really cool. And uh, there there were a few that were just really neat signatures. And Mm -hmm. Steve Lytle's was definitely one of those. Yes. Like, it it almost became just a little icon as opposed to a Mm -hmm. signature. It it was almost like his logo in a way. Uh, Totally. I have a Zatanna sketch by Mr. Perez that is staring at me from my computer mm. desk here. And I have a Raven and a Madame Xanadu from him as well. Because I'm getting him to do all the Mystic DC women for me. Very nice. That'd be very cool. Yeah. And on Zatanna, he wrote his signature backwards. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I know, right? Even the date is backwards. It says 60. Yeah. And that, sir, is exactly why... He is Jorge Perez. He is Jorge Perez. Yes, exactly. Um, so, uh, so yes. Um, oh, and also working on this issue, John Costanza does the letters, Carl Gafford is the colorist, and Karen Berger is the editor. Yay, Karen Berger. Exactly. Uh, so we start off with um, with Rock and, uh, and Lita uh, disrobing in uh, the middle of the park. <laughs> what are they doing here? I think he's taking like the the taking off the trench coat that was yeah, covering up his costume and they're getting rid of the uh Mr. Miracle Big Barda gear. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um and she's saying uh that she's uh looking forward to getting back to the 30th century and uh because you know, basically this place is all primitive. Mm-hmm. They're calling an end to their uh vacation and he says, "Well, I don't think the 20th century is that primitive, even with the alterations in history that we've seen. Because, of course, keep in mind that he's met this Superman that seems to have never known him. And he says, but he says he'll still be glad to be getting back home. As soon as they finish switching to their Cosmic Boy and Night Girl uniforms, uh, that's when he will use his magnetic powers to uncover the time bubble. Um... So she says that it's uh, been really strange having to disguise who they are, and this whole idea of secret identities seems odd. And uh, and he said, I can't think of anyone in our time who bothers. Oh, except Sensor Girl, I suppose. But then our contemporaries believe good believe heroes are a good concept, not like the demonstrators we met here. Of course, he's referring to the uh, the G. Gordon Godfrey inspired uh, uh, protest groups. Mm-hmm. So she says it hasn't been much of a, vaca- of a vacation. He says, I'm sorry, I thought it'd be fun. But then we got in the middle of that fight with Brimstone. Yeah. And uh, she says, well, we haven't wasted the whole trip yet. And cue the wah-wah guitars. Yeah. Um, so uh, she says, after all, we do have the, all the time in the world. And he says, time? Time? Of course we don't have time. And she's all like, Dude, totally killing the mood. Yeah, I'm trying to make out here, and what are you up to? What's going on? And she is pissed, and she he's just and and uh, you know, it's starting to get dark. Um, <laughs> Very well. Yeah, that's when she does her best work. So exactly in all ways, apparently. Um, mm. So he said, if the whole path of history has been tampered with, who knows what's happening in our century? We have to get back there. So she's not impressed. She uh, uproots a huge tree and uh, to uh, 
get the stuff out of the way of the time bubble and uh, she feels like breaking something anyway and he's like um, yeah maybe don't break the time bubble <laughs> so um, so he says you know how about I finish the job and there is springing which she was hoping there would be just not with the time bubble <laughs> um, <laughs> and um and he says, everything we've seen in 1986 shows that history is in trouble. Superman didn't know who I was. Technology's going wrong on everything from space flight to nuclear power. And there are entire history hollows that need to be rewritten. Worst of all, we don't know what's caused it. It could even be our own time trip. And she says, not possible. She says, we may have had a little turbulence in the time stream coming here, but it couldn't have done that kind of damage. And, uh, you know, talking about the, how these there were these big drastic changes and she said someone would have to have noticed that they caused them so he says you know we'll we'll check and we'll get Brady and Circadia Senius on the job and they'll figure it out yeah exactly Circadia used to talk (laughs) (laughs) oh no Ken's going to kill me that's almost a take a drink moment I think I would say it should be in and done. Um, so, so carried. Um, oh, there's another one coming up. Um, of course there is. So he says, okay, so they, they, they're heading back. They, uh, they set the old uh, flux capacitor to fluxing. And, um, <laughs> as you do. As you do. And uh, they say, okay, we're slipping into the time stream smoothly. And the rainbow effect looks normal. Damn. It's like they're trying to use Skype to do a podcast or something. Wow, that that mm, that's yeah. gonna end badly. Boom, um, and uh, yeah, so they they there's a, a mighty Wathoom. Take a drink, <laughs> please, please take a drink, people. All right, uh, he says it's a little choppy, but we're still moving forward. He's like, it's okay, it's a uh, it's a little, little rough, but but it's getting there. And she says, to what rock? The whole bubble's shaking like it's going to fall apart. Zumba, 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 yeah, zumba. Not good, not good. Oh. No. Uh, so uh, it keeps whooping and kachunging, and he says, <laughs> It's no good. We're not going to make it. Sproing. Yes, another sproing. But we have to go back to 1986. We and have to go back, Marty. <laughs> exactly. So uh, they land again, and we get uh, some newsreel footage. Uh, continuing the story, uh, and so this basically gives us a fill in on what's going on uh, in, uh, in Legends. In Legends, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we, they <laughs> Let's talk skip that. Yeah, they talk about Captain Boomerang and um, Boomer Butt. Yeah, Sorry. Boomer Butt. Uh, so, um, so they land, and he puts a little cast on Linda's arm because clearly uh, it was a rough landing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's complaining about how it still hurts. And he says, sorry, love, but the wonder drug of this century was apparently something called aspirin. And it wasn't a great painkiller. Really, I think at this point, the wonder drug is Tylenol. Yeah. But sure, why not? Aspirin probably doesn't have any trademark on it. So. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. I think they're going with something that's a little less uh, brandy. Um, mm-hmm. So he says, we have to be grateful our injuries weren't more serious and concentrate on getting home. And. Uh, she says, I think there's enough charge in this electro splint to set my arm properly. But if not, I don't want to be 
permanently crippled as a souvenir. She's not wanting to waste any time. Nope. And he says, even the ancients could repair our broken bones, Lita, so don't exaggerate our problems, especially since we can't get out of here that easily. Sproing. Yeah, always with the sproing. Just not in the way she wanted. No. Mm-mm. Um. So uh, he covers the the uh, time bubble up again. Says if uh, to get home, we'll need more than the damaged time bubble. We have to get help. And she says, "But from who?" And um, so their signals can't reach twenty nine eighty six anymore. He says, "Before this trip, I would have said Superman, but I'm not now. I'm not sure he'd be able to help us." And all the other heroes are, of course, fighting for their freedom, etc., etc. And would any of them even know how to fix the burned-out circuitry in the time bubble anyway? Booster Gold could! Ah, yes. Not really. No, no. Skeets, maybe, but not Booster. Booster would know people who could. Because I think by this point he might have met... uh... No, I don't even know if he would have met uh, Rip Hunter just yet. Anyway, um... So, he says, we'll have to try and fix it with 20th century circuits and a little creativity. <gasps> it's going to be like when they make the Wild West uh, DeLorean. Mm-hmm. Um, or like they would in another three years. Um, Great Scott! So, we look again uh, uh, to the TV, and they're talking about Dr. Jason Krinsky, mission specialist in charge of repairing the recently troubled nuclear satellite and how he's taken a sudden leave of absence while NASA reports that this has nothing to do with plans to relaunch the satellite at the earliest possible date. He was unavailable for comment, but they reached a NASA spokesperson, Miss Amelia Goddard. She says that Dr. Krinsky's reasons are personal, but taxpayers can feel confident that we will proceed with all due speed and concern for our safety. Uh, further on that, and then they talk about uh, good old G. Gordon Godfrey, uh, the heroes. He says, you see another example of how we demean people by personalizing one man as a hero. Without Dr. Krinsky, everyone else could succeed and be heroes. Without our so-called superheroes. Present, yeah. present, riff, raff, rabble rousing. Meanwhile, um, uh, Rock and Lita are coming out of the Metropolis Scientific Supply Store with a couple of boxes of stuff. And, um, and, and, and there's Dr. Krinsky. This is why he's left. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say it's, it's and the, the proprietor of the Metropolis Scientific Supply is saying that it's an honor to have him patronize the establishment while he's on leave from, from NASA. And um, his, this guy's name is Carl. Of course, Carl yes. Krinsky. No, the... No, the, no, the... Uh, the <laughs> Sorry, the salesman yeah. is yeah. Carl. Carl is a good salesman name. So. Absolutely. Um, so he says that he has to help his lab assistants load the purchases. And off they go. And he says, yeah, this is still kind of weird. He says, at my age, playing cloak and dagger games. Um, so they land in the... Uh, they get they get themselves into the park. It's, it's late. Um, and uh, he says, you can stop the vehicle now, Doctor. I'll take over magnetically. And uh, he says that it is awesome, totally awesome, totally awesome. He is he goes full Spicoli on that line. <laughs> uh, so they land hard enough that it flattens the tire, and uh, then he shows uh, he shows Doctor Krinsky the uh, the time machine, and he's kind of freaked out by this. 
says, uh, yeah, he says, like, this is a working time machine. He goes, well, it used to. And uh, so they go through. So they, they, they kind of talk a little bit about uh, how whether or not the uh, equipment can adapt to it, et cetera, et cetera. And he says, you know, I'm prepared to help, but I can't imagine what laws of physics your machine defies that let it travel through time. He says, how about I just stick to explaining what you've bought? And uh, so they, they, he explains sort of the wire and all that kind of stuff. The, or, or what, what Rock calls the electro, electrically conductive cable. And he goes, oh, yeah, wire? Yeah, 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 exactly. So he explains it all. They do some work, and the sun's starting to come up. And he says, from the look, and Linda says, from the look on your faces, fellas, I bet you're done. Because, of course, she's a girl. She can't help with this. Yeah. Well, I hope you're done because the sun's coming up and I'm going to be weak as a kitten. In a second. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is, uh, well, we finished every, anything I could fake. Now we have to pray it holds. Krinsky says, I can't judge the work, but if I really understood what I did tonight, I'd have to question my whole training. You know, Stuart would be very happy if there was actually an extra time bubble in the basement of this time bubble. I think he would. I think he would. Um, so they thank him, and he says, uh, "He says we owe you for this." And he says, "If you're in this century, I'll collect Cosmic Boy. Otherwise, good luck." And uh, so they get into the time bubble, and it's like, "Okay, here we go." And they start it up, and off they go, heading to 2986. And there's a twang. No, what's <laughs> happening? What's happening? It feels like we're stuck. And he says, "In mud, Lena. Only I don't know where the mud's coming from." It's as though there was a barrier between the 20th century and the future. And we simply don't have enough power in the bubble to smash through. It reminds me of the Iron Curtain of Time. Mm. And they land again. Oh, so sad. Exactly. Um, so uh, so they land with a bump, literally. And uh, it's back to the TV. Black Canary is on the news. Um, uh, she's been arrested or no, she's been, there's an alert out for her arrest and, um, for that fashion police violation. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Dear Lord. And they talk about the strange phenomena that has been seen. This would be, of course, the thing against which they twanged, um, (laughs) with two twangs. What? Yeah. Yeah. The beast with two twangs. Mm Hmm. Got to be careful of that. Um, indeed, indeed. All right. So, um, oh, and uh, there's uh, just want to talk about a little ad here that uh, highlights the uh, 1985 Eagle Awards. Ooh. Um, so, and you can only sort of see some of it, but um, they kind of covered it. Oh, there's there's more there. Okay, so they show like the best finite series, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, art team uh, Jorge Perez and Jorge Jerry Ordway uh, writer was Alan Moore um, and so this was also the second annual uh, oh, Jack the, Kirby Comic Awards yeah, oh sorry okay Alan Moore would have been for Saga of the Swamp thing right sorry this was a few different uh, awards they're yeah. basically highlighting a bunch of the different awards that were run and they kind of you know put it down as though it's a memo where everyone had to sign off so you've got gotcha. Jeanette Kahn Paul Levitt Stick Giordano Joe Orlando um, E. Shukin I don't know who that is uh, R. Bruning who is of course Richard Bruning who uh, was also who is also uh, Karen Berger's husband Ah. Uh, B. Bristow, Bob Rosakis, uh, 
um, and I don't and T Cunningham, Jay Sava, and Jay Walker, who I don't think is JJ Walker. Not JJ Walker, no. Because no. he would have actually had a comment on here that would have said dynamite. Dynamite. Um, but <laughs> so predictable. Oh, seriously, <laughs> serious. Yeah, a mile away, people saw that coming. I know, right. Um, uh, uh, we'll get you for that, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Kirby Awards, uh, the the Kirby Awards at that point, and this was for the second round of Kirby Awards. I, I don't know how long that ran, uh, but Best Writer was Alan Moore, and yes, it would have been Saga of the Swamp Thing. Or, or Watchmen, right? Uh, at 1985. Is, oh, 85, yeah. so it would have been yeah. Swamp Thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our team was Jorge Perez and Jerry Ordway, and of course, Best Finite Series, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Then we look to 1985 Eagle Awards, Favorite Comics, Swamp Thing and Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm. Uh, Take that, fa- Secret Wars. Yeah, Favorite Character, Batman, followed by Wolverine, followed by, sw- <laughs> followed by Swamp Thing. And nothing has changed. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Nothing. I mean, seriously, nothing has changed. Well, at least the first two. <laughs> I well, think, yeah. I, I think mean, Swamp Thing falls a little further down the list these days. He but does. But, you know, people are still clamoring for him in regular DC after he was at Vertigo for, like, what, two decades? So Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, he went away. Then they talk about DC's sweep of the CBG Fan Awards. CBGs. <sighs> Yeah, favorite story was Beyond the Silent Night from Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven. That is, of course, the story in which we bid farewell to uh, to Kara Zor-El, Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Favorite comic was Swamp Thing. Favorite limited series, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Hey, speaking of which, I've picked up one of the uh, expansion packs for the de- the deck building game. Actually, oh. two. I picked up two. I picked up one of the larger ones, which was the uh, Crisis uh, Crisis Volume Two. Mm-hmm. Let me just pull them up so I so I have them because you can't have a tangent without actually having props. Um, true, true. So it was the Crisis Expansion Pack Two, um, and it's actually got a bunch of, uh, of of Black Lanterns on on the front of it. But it oh, comes. Comes with another 61 cards, 15 all-new Crisis cards, 15 new Impossible Mode supervillains, oh. and um, new equipment, superpowers, all that stuff. It's, uh, uh, it's such a great game. I love this game. Yeah, I love I love the DC Deck Builder game. It's and, great. I, and I also picked up one of these smaller packs, one of the crossover packs uh, for Justice Society of America. Ooh. So seven all-new playable heroes, Dr. Fate, The Flash... Uh, Green Lantern, Mr. Terrific, Power Girl, Star Girl, and Wildcat, bunch of supervillains, equipment, hero villain, blah 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 blah. Sweet. Yeah. So I gotta get caught up on getting those. So. Yeah. yeah I, I I went in actually to uh, initially to uh, get a uh, gift a birthday gift for my nephew who, because uh, um, a week well less than a week from from when we're recording this is. Sarah's second birthday, and a week after that is my nephew's eleventh birthday, and, uh, and he's really into Magic: The Gathering right now. Oh Lord! Yeah. So, uh, well, so you you ensured that he will never start doing drugs because he won't have the money. Yes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, give <laughs> so, the kid a good addiction, and he'll never you know wind up a drug user. Okay? Yeah. So so anyway, so I went there to get that, and then I managed to also get Sarah's birthday present because this place that I went to, uh, lots of games, lots of toys, and so I oh, it was great. 
and uh, and then I fa- I and so while I was there, it was like, hey, wait a second, I wonder if they have any of the deck building stuff. And so they had those two. They had another one as well, but I yeah. thought, let's not be greedy. Let's get one at a time. Yes. So, you know, it's like, eh, let's maybe just add one of the expansion packs to to our game and see how we do with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, so that's my little tangent because, of course, we mentioned Crisis. And once I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. And the... um, the the uh, guy who worked in the gaming store also had a bit a bit of a DC bias as well as, as do I. So mm-hmm. um, anyway, so uh, we get back to uh, to Rock and Lita in the park, and um, and he's looking at some some schematics that are hollow projected, and says, "Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It's a power problem." Mm. With the damage, the bubble simply doesn't have enough energy to crack the time barrier. And he says, and I don't think that there's any source of enough power on th- on uh, 20th century Earth unless they go to the clock tower. <laughs> 88 gigawatts! <laughs> that's um, not 88 gigawatts, that's the miles per hour. I clearly need to rewatch that series. Yeah, yeah, there's never, oh, never, yeah. Um, yeah, never mind. That was an aside to myself to be a good geek. Moving on. Indeed. <laughs> um, so she says, you know, I refuse to accept that we have to be trapped here. We could always try to talk Superman into helping us. And then she says, why did we have to come to this primitive mud ball of all the planets in the universe? And, uh, and, and he's like, wait, this planet of all... Lita, that's it. It seems she says a lot of things that really set him off onto uh, these... Dr- yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and he says, the one thing that makes Earth different from all other planes and planets in the universe. I was an idiot. What an idiot I was. Come on. <coughs> and she's like, well, we're agreeing on one thing. Um, and she says, okay, I hope you realize how confused I am. And he goes, think about it. Everyone of Brawley and Ancestry has magnetic powers like me, right? She says, sure. And he says, mine is stronger, though. Why? Because I was born on Earth while my folks were living here. Born on Earth with its magnetic field. <laughs> Sproing. He says, the strongest magnetic field of any planet inhabited by humans in the galaxy. My own powers are going to get us home. And there's another big sproying. Again, not the one she's looking for. And uh, Captain Marvel has really aged. Yes. In that last panel, because only he says holy moly. And that <laughs> is an old dude right there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, off goes the time bubble into the air. And uh, we get a splash of, of Rock looking all strained at using his powers. And he says, I'll tap into the power of ma- the magnetic field, focus it through my own magnetism into the time bubble and build up the momentum that we need to crash through the time barrier, even with the weakened time bubble. All right, so um, faster, faster, and they're orbiting the Earth, and uh, and he says, I have to pull on the field, use it to attract the uh, bubble in an ever faster spin around the Earth. Basically, he's doing the Star Trek slingshot. I thought he was doing the Superman, you know, save Lois Lane thing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no okay. I think even they were distancing themselves from that at the time <laughs> okay fair enough fair um and, and at this point it had only been nine years um yeah, yeah. Been long at all. um so uh, anyway so off they go and uh, they let it go and sproing and of course they we made it we're going through and except oh but wait 
another digression, now complete in one volume. I'm sure we talked about this during Legends. Um, Batman, The Dark Knight Returns. Yes, that's right. In one high-quality edition, hardcover edition, shipping September 30th. Trade paperback, October 14th. Wow, they left a full month and a half in between them. (laughs) Did they? Good grief. That's that's good for them. And then after that, after that, I'm going to resist, mostly. Mostly? It's a meanwhile. Oh, I uh, love me some meanwhile with a smiling picture of Jerry Ordway down at the bottom there. But I'm a, that's all I'm going to talk about with it. I'm going to move past my addiction to. Uh, oh, they're talking about oh Jerry Ordway. They're talking about Jerry Ordway working on Superman, oh. and how he enjoyed drawing him drawing him on All Star Squadron. But I'm just going to leave that be because you know that's oh, so cool. I love meanwhile. Um, all right, so they get through, and she's like, you did it. You pulled us through. That was fabulous. And and then it's like, wait, we're not stopping. They pass by Legion headquarters, and then they keep going. They, they And then further further into the future, 20, 2989, 2990, mm-hmm. they're, they're heading into five-year-later territory. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so uh, she says, what's going on? Basically, what have you done now? Um, <laughs> it's a fine mess you've gotten us into. Exactly, and there is a terrific kathump. Take a drink. Yeah, close enough for us. I already took my drink while you were indeed there. Indeed, uh, he says I shouldn't have known, Lita. How stupid could I have been? Again, always with the self-deprecating old rock. Um, and she says, "What are you talking about?" And he says, "Look around. Isn't it obvious? We've landed at not, the end of the time. How is not that really obvious? obvious to her? Because she's never been here." <laughs> exactly. I, I don't like that's like that's like asking Paul you, you see that big poster of Dolly Parton isn't it obvious where you are <laughs> yeah, booby land mm, close mm, enough yeah. mm. um, <laughs> Dolly Parton who as yet is not confirmed to be doing a cameo on that new uh, Netflix series no, um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, see, so they said, of course, he's the one who's been tampering with history. That time trapper. Really, Rock? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, really? Uh, and there he is, the time trapper with a bunch of armed guards behind him. He says, welcome to the end of everything, children. It'll be a great pleasure to watch the sands of your lives run out. I'm oh. giving Rock the side eye here. Oh, no. Really? Really? Yeah. Really? Next time without end. Indeed. Ah. Well, we we can confidently say this, that the Legends Cosmic Boy event theater is almost over. Yes, yes, it is. It is. And then we can take a little then we can take a little break because that saves us having to get to friggin millennium. Um, Uh, Well, see, I have I have have a proposal and I'd like for the, the listenership out there to tell us what we, they want us to do. We do Millennium all in one in one episode. I, I say if the Legion does not have like a key role in the event, we can do a summation. Absolutely, I we think do not have to go page by page and all. I think because it's not really Legion centric. No, but we will do the full issue of the particular crossover. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. That that's that's do. I think not reasonable. Yeah, but Ugh. but I think and boy. Plenty. Can oh, I can I get God. some mileage out of that one? Yeah. 
Except for Extraño, which obviously, you know. Oh, we can't ignore. Bill Jimenez back to guest star on that one. But, you know. Oh, if it, hey, because I, I just saw him a couple of weeks back on Larry Wilmore. I don't know if we can oh, get. Yeah. I don't know if we can get him anymore. I know, right? <laughs> he's too big for us. Was, he's busy taking gym selfies <laughs> and drawing his little hand off. We love you, Phil. We love you. So you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. if he, if he can make that shit happen, that'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just call Philip, you know, all us gays know each other, so we're tight. Yeah, when you see him at one of the meetings. Well, I get it. When I see him at the meeting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, um, and one final note on the last page. Uh, he's strong, smart, and relentless. Shrewd and cunning. A powerful fighter. The it's not be- Wild Dog, is it? Oh, maybe, maybe. The <laughs> best detective the world has ever seen. The very best, but at what price? That's right. Batman Year One. Oh. A special four-part story by Frank Miller and Dave Mazzucchelli, appearing in issues 404, 405, 406, and 407 of Batman. So basically the Batman reboot. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. For the the origin. There it is. And I got to say, I I vastly prefer that to to Dark Knight. Yeah, I I agree. And and part of it's just... Mazzucchelli art's beautiful. Um, it's just good stuff. It's just good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so there we go. That is Cosmic Boy issue number three. We will get to issue number four in a little bit, and uh, and Legend six, and we'll wrap that bad boy up. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. So, uh, speaking of wrapping up, yes, I know this one's short, folks, but it's been it a is long, short, but it's, it's been, been a long while. weekend We've been dealing with some technology. Technological uh, difficulties. Yeah. Our time bubble is busted as well. So. Exactly. So we gotta find some. Hey, maybe maybe Michael knows someone who can help us because you know maybe. he worked with Krinsky. He did. Michael Clearly. has worked with Krinsky. Clearly. Yeah. Anyway, so mm-hmm. maybe he can help us. Maybe he I can help so. us rebuild our little time bubble. Anyway, so comments as always are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at, fa- at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can find us uh, on our website, Legion of Substitutepodcasters.com. You can give a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. And we will see, hopefully get this damn thing working. <laughs> and uh, and we will see you all next week. Spring.